Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Wanna bet? D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Oh, baby! I'm excited for this one. This is a Jesse idea, and it is going to create chaos. Absolute chaos. By the way, if you're listening to this, this is the Monday episode? Yeah, today yeah, so. is uh, January 2nd. Happy New Year! Yeah, Happy New Year. New Year, new yeah. us. Happy except new not really, because this is the Hot Take Show. Yeah, today we're calling it Hot Take-a-Palooza. We're going to the Hot Take Festival, I and everybody's going to have five minutes to perform their set on stage, which means you get five minutes to give your hot take. We'll all reach, uh, rotate, take turns. We each have four hot takes, and then when that five-minute buzzer hits... We're done talking about we debate. it. Debate. On to the next one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All Everybody right. got the rules? Yes. Now, I feel like, Steve, because Steve and I, Steve and I, obviously, we didn't do our homework properly, so we did cram a little bit before the exam. Yes. Jesse's prepared. Jesse's <laughs> idea. I feel like Jesse should lead. No, no I, I can't lead. You can't lead? Why no. can't you lead? David Bastel needs to lead. Oh, let's bring on Dave. Dave, get on here. You can bet that with David Bastel. Brought to you by Sports Interaction. Get in the action and make a play. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Okay, so um, Jesse has been pushing for this one for a long, long time. Dave, (laughs) tell him what you got. 50 willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah, 50 willy-nilly. Well, Jess asked for it. Jess is going to get it, right? So there is a prop right now at Sports Interaction under Dangles Doozies, of course. Its own proper section. Will uh, William Nylander record a 50-goal season, which would be tremendous. Uh, yes is actually a respectable 360. No is 125. Obviously, the odds are no, but... The way Willie's playing right now, Jess, I mean, I got a feeling you may have already bet this. There's no slowing him down. Like, I don't see I don't see how he doesn't put up the best career of his entire, uh, the best season of his entire career and get real close to that 50 goal mark. And now he's gotten better defensively. So he's out there at the end of games getting empty netters. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. A couple, a couple weeks ago would have been now when he potted that uh, empty netter. It was a beautiful thing to see. Mm. Dave, what are the odds yes. here? Like for your yeses and your noes, what are we actually looking at in real numbers? Uh, real numbers. So, so yes for William Nylander is about three and a half to one. Uh, so you put down your dollar, you get three and a half on it. No is is very small, so you don't want to bet the no. You want to bet the yes. You want to cheer for the goals, yeah. right? So yeah. it's it's a one twenty five. So for the no, I don't mind. I I I mean, it's entire. First off, it's always been impossible. You both looked him. at me like, "What's it going to be, Steve? Two bucks or no? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to do? Are you going to drop your tuning? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I think we're we're you. seeing him enter a new stage of his career where he's becoming this dynamic goal scorer, and you play on any top line in the entire league and put up forty to fifty goals. To score more goals in the regular season, the king of Arizona, who will it be yes. this year? Now, going into this year, you would have thought, well, that's easy. It's Austin Matthews. He's on there, but he may not win because who else is up there with him, Dave? Yeah, Dave Thompson, uh, the only guy that scores in Buffalo, apparently, right? Yeah. So, uh, I, mean, I mean, he has a substantial lead right now. We wanted to throw it out there as a little bit of a carrot because we know that Matthews is very capable of you know, scoring five goals in two games or seven goals in three games. And all of a sudden he's back in the race, so to speak. So, uh, you know what? A substantial lead right now uh, against a guy that's getting all sorts of time uh, with the Buffalo Sabres on the first line on the power plays. But it is the Buffalo Sabres. Um, Are you guys thinking that, you know, Matthew could obviously catch up to him? The bets right now, the odds say that he will catch up to him or at least make this interesting. I'm going to stay away from that one. 
Because Tage oh. Tage has to do too much yes. for the Sabres. Like he's taxed with being their entire offense. Whereas you're seeing Matthews defer a lot more now. I'm staying away. I like, we, that. No I like that. If we go back to the beginning of this conversation, William Nylander siphoning enough goals from Austin Matthews that Tage Thompson's <laughs> probably going to put up more goals than Matthews this Ooh. season. I'm taking Tage in that bet. Yeah. Okay, I I uh, I think that you guys are, both of you, are losing your minds. Austin Matthews is a pure goal scorer. He's done this a million so times. So is Tage. And yeah, don't worry. The back half of the year, Austin Matthews has got this. It's fine. Two bucks. Boom. <laughs> done. Uh, there's your toonie. Done. Let's do there's it. There's your toonie. <laughs> Drop a toonie on. All right, Dave, thanks so much. And obviously, you'll be back Wednesday and Friday this week. Look forward to it, guys. All right, Jesse, are you going to lead us off with your hot take here? I can definitely lead us off here. And are uh, you keeping track of the time? Do you need me to do the time? What so do you I got do? the timer here. It'll buzz when the five-minute uh, set is done. When your time is off, you got to stop talking about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll set the timer right now. My first, my first hot take here of the day is it's better watching sports at home than it is in the arena. Oh, hard disagree. I got to be honest here. It is with one caveat. Regular season sports are better at home than in the arena because I've been to enough playoff moments where I'm like, I would, I've been to the, I was at the Kawhi shot. I was at the, uh, the Blue Jays walk off homer, uh, during the wild card game. The Batflip game. Orioles, not the Batflip game. Oh, the The, Orioles walk off. I think I was at that one too. Edwin, Edwin won. Yeah. yeah. That, those are unbelievable moments in the playoffs. Those are irreplaceable. Regular season sports, give or take. That The viewing experience at home has gotten so good that I wouldn't trade it for the in-arena experience. You know what? He's got a point. I pause. The frequency at I pause my TV and I go back and I watch something else just to get, get another angle of it. Mm. I pause it to go do something else. I come back and I re- restart the game. Sit on my couch having access to everything. It, it reminds me of the work from home revolution in the COVID pandemic. How about this one? Legendary. Going to the bathroom takes 30 seconds. Oh, uh, food is in $400. And no one else is there. You know, what's, you know what's it's weird, too, is in Toronto, for some reason, at Scotiabank, you can't get a coffee anymore. Yeah, they <laughs> cannot. They don't, they don't Wait, actually what? serve coffee in the arena. There's, a, there's, a, there's like one Timmy's. No, there isn't. It's gone. It's, oh, they took no, it out? I, it's, I swear to you, you cannot get a coffee. <laughs> I, I, you have to be right. No, I don't think you can. Wow. You can't even get it delivered to your seat. You know, like if you sit in like the Platinums yeah, or the yeah. Golds or the it's, whatever. It's, it? de- it's definitely not on the menu. Like that's, No, you cannot that, get coffee. There. Someone got burned and someone got sued. No, they. you know what I think is maybe that Tim Hortons is still there. Maybe. But but I'm telling you, they don't have like a big coffee sponsor that's coming and bought space. That's why. What? That's 100% it is. By the way, Jesse, I disagree with you. Oh, yeah, I disagree. And I'll tell you why. Tell you why. Yeah. For me, going to the game, it's a ritual, right? So when yeah. Natalie and I go and you, you met us for, for a, a couple of these games, yeah. uh, especially the playoff one. Unbelievable. Different though. Playoff. Different. Um, <laughs> my whole thing is that the, the game begins at like three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. For you're a starting, seven o'clock puck drop. Yes, because you're starting to get ready, right? You, you, you're you like, okay, you hit the three o'clock marker. You're like, do I need a nap? Do I need a nap? Because I, I wake up early, wake up 4.30. I want to make sure, do I need a nap to be awake and be fired up for this game? You, you don't hear the burden you're describing. Yeah, and what then, the hell are you talking about? So if I don't need a nap, Okay. Anything that takes all fucking day sucks. I'm gonna. Yeah. No, no, that doesn't suck. This is this is the exciting part. I'm I'm building up. Steve, for you and like coming down on the train from Ajax. It starts at three for him too. 
Oh. Yeah, it's a burden. Tell me regular season hockey isn't perfect on your couch. Part of the reason that I like only going to a handful of Leaf games a season is to keep it special, but also as I get older, it's kind of a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, wow. kids. I don't I don't You got to lug them yeah. places. You got to find a well, sitter. I'm not Yeah, you'd find a sitter, but I like the fact that it's like you get your your stuff ready to go. You go have a shower. Natalie and I, when we go, we always go to a restaurant beforehand. We have a nice dinner. We have a nice sushi dinner because we don't want it to wait too heavy. <laughs> See, that's part of the experience. I, like, the that. Experience. I we, like that. So it's like, and, and then so that, you know, the two of us, we get to oh, call and talk God. and connect. <laughs> I like that a lot. Then yeah. I, then I crush a couple of vodka sodies, uh, doubles. And, and then I, and I walk into that arena a little bit, just a little bit loop-de-loo. And you know what's fun is that we always run into SDP listeners there. Always, uh, always. You cannot go to the Leaf game without somebody going, I love the show. Literally drunk going, ah! No, but it's so nice, right? It's so cut. And then mm-hmm. we sit down in the seats and you're watching warm up. And then the, 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 the pump up video goes on. The lights come up. The players come out. You feel that rush Adam. of emotion. Adam, I have 50 seconds left I'm on sorry. my clock. If you, that experience that you just described, that burden of a day, you get to do that 82 times, no, 41 times, or you get to sit on your couch 41 times. What are you doing? What are I'm, you I'm going to the game 41 times. Oh, I love live boo. sports. Give me live sports all the time. 41. There, there isn't a sport on earth or an athlete on, on earth I would watch 41 times a year in person. Wow. It's not worth it. If I lived next to the arena, I wouldn't get in the elevator 41 times. Man, I had a girlfriend that worked for the Jays once, and I was at 40-something games that year, and I loved it for free because I couldn't afford them. No, obviously. Absolutely not. Oh, no, absolutely oh. no. It's, it's, it's too much. It's become the, the at-home is too comfy, and going out to the arena is too much that I think it's easy to say. Wow. That's going to be a take At-home that- experience, much better than in arena. Done. Steven, go. Yeah. If the playoffs are unrivaled, it doesn't apply. <laughs> playoffs unrivaled doesn't apply. Playoffs all hey, go hey, every Buzzer's gone off. Move you on. Have, you're at 450. Uh, there's something that we often say. <laughs> and there are things that we often say that are just things that become things that we say. We don't check them often enough to just double check that they're right. And one of those things is... <laughs> Goal scoring is the hardest thing to do in hockey. What? No, it absolutely is not. It is not the hardest thing to do in the sport. And there's a argument that we've had recently or debate, a discussion that we had recently that proved it to me. Has Alexander Ovechkin had a better hockey career than Sidney Crosby? No, he has not. This is very clear. This is very obvious to anyone that has watched them for their entire careers. Mm-hmm. Alexander Ovechkin has something like 250 more goals than Sidney Crosby. By the time it's all said and done, not only will he have more goals than Wayne Gretzky, he will have done it in fewer games. All, all things considered, it's entirely possible. He has not done it yet. He may never even get there. But the only reason there is any sort of Ovechkin versus Crosby debate is because Ovechkin has more goals. Sidney Crosby plays the harder position. He is the better hockey player. He's the more complete hockey player, and he has one more. I can't tell you exactly what the... I can tell you the hardest thing to do 
in in all of sports. It's win. <laughs> yes, you need goals to win, but winning is a collection of things. It is work. It is back-checking. It is playmaking, and it is goal scoring. Goal scoring is only one part of winning. You are not the best player because you are the best goal scorer. Goal scoring is not the hardest thing to do in hockey. I think the question isn't really like the hardest thing to do in hockey is to be a goalie. That is, un, I, I think, stopping that, goals, stopping goals, being a goalie is the hardest thing in hockey for me. If I'm going to, so I agree, absolutely, it's the hardest thing. There, because there's like ten good goalies and the rest of them are like whatever. And and so here's here's where I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. Goalies scoring goals is not the hardest thing, but it is the most important thing. What about stopping them? I so you the hardest. If you thing, have the greatest game of your life, you're going to score on me three times. If I have the greatest game of my life, I'm going to stop you sixty times. Yeah, 50, 60 times. No, it's easier to stop a a, a puck. It's you think it's easier? Yeah, because you do it at a ninety percent clip, and you but score. so few are good at it. Yeah, but if, if you're good at scoring, you score at like eighteen percent. You know, like so, it's it's harder to do the the eighteen percent thing than it is to do the ninety percent thing. Like even if you're a bad goal and you have an eight sixty eight eighty six percent is a lot higher than fifteen percent. So I think just by the percentages, scoring is more difficult. But the winning thing, there's a lot more people scored a lot more the goals. Winning's more we're, difficult. We're, than we're, we're Alexander Ovechkin is the best player ever. We're, we're taking away from Steve's point, which is the winning is the most difficult. Right, but you're talking about a, an aspect versus a goal. You can't, those are not the same. Yeah, how do we... Scoring a goal versus winning a game is not the same. How do we quantify those two things? He's how do we compare cups to goals? You know what we've discovered in Gary Bettman's NHL, and we actually saw this relatively recently. I think it was a game between the Avalanche and the Islanders. A team won a game. And it wasn't the team that had a goalie get a 46-save shutout. You can win a game without scoring a goal these days. You can <laughs> yeah. win a game without doing the most important thing. Yeah, but they're shootout goals. Not the same! It is not the same. The guys who had the hardest job that evening was both goalies. You can uh, win a hockey game. How much time on the clock? Without scoring a goal. 45 seconds. 45 seconds. It's not, if it was the hardest thing to do in the sport, there would be absolutely no question that oh, Wayne, yeah. Wayne Gretzky is currently the best player ever, yeah. and Alexander Ovechkin will take over. I don't think anybody's saying it's the hardest. Who are these people that you're Goal scoring to? is the hardest thing to do in hockey. Mm -hmm. You say it every second show. No, I say it's, it's not the, fucking true. I say they're more important than assists. <laughs> That's what I say. Goals are people, more important than assists. They're doubly okay. important over yeah, assists. We right. know that. Of the, of the scoring things that you can but do, goals, no, no, some no, no. goals Steve, are more important than some assists. Steve's point is very true because if we held goals up to the standard that I think people perceive it as... It, it it would it would Ovechkin would easily be the greatest player of all time, but we clearly there's a there's different levels to the greatness here. Right. In that it's overall play, winning means everything. We all acknowledge that Matthews might have had the best season of anyone last hey, year. Hey, I thought the buzzer went off. Anyway, I thought the buzzer went. Adam, Adam, you're up. Hey, Steve, go ahead. Adam, you're up. Steve, hey, Adam, you're, Jesse, you have four minutes, forty five seconds. All of my takes begin with I'm one hundred percent certain that. Okay, shut okay. Up. 100% certain that, and I'm going to start my four takes with this one. I'm 100% certain that there are no actual, real Megan Trainer fans out there. <laughs> what? There are no Megan Trainer fans. Show me one person. Do you know one person in your life who would list Megan Trainer 
as their number one favorite artist. And yet, yes, his that name song, is Made You Look, has been the number one song on TikTok forever. And I'm telling you, there's, there's something about that. There's something fishy about. You think it's a conspiracy? I think it's called Payola. Mm. I, think, I think there's a record company going, hey, TikTok, we really need this single to do well. Here's some money. And TikTok's going, sure, why not? You don't think there's it's nothing catchy? Wrong. Na, 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 okay. Do you, know any, do you know anybody who's like, you know what? Megan Trainor's coming to town. Concert tickets are 100 bucks for sure. Back in the day. Do you know any... You would? I'm on... We're all about that bass, no treble. Get I'm on, out. I'm on Ticketmaster right now. I'm on Ticketmaster.ca. Yes. And you can go to Megan Trainer Tickets and read the reviews that people have left on Megan Trainer sure. Tickets on Ticketmaster. Sure. This person, who goes by the name of Lydia, writes... Megan Trainer is a very professional performer. Megan sings sarcastically interesting lyrics, as in one song she sings about a future husband and is this being the untouchable to her. Can I just say, if you leave a review on anything positive or negative, red flag. Yeah, that's fair. There's Another person writes, good show, very entertaining. It was nice how she thanked her fans at the end. Oh man. oh, man. She's the first artist That's to do that. A staple of any Megan yeah. Trainor concert. Our, welcome back to our favorite city, Springfield. Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you, do you know a single person? Look at me in the eye right now. That's like Megan Trainor. Not only is she in my top five, she's my number one. Number one artist? No. And you know what? Megan seems like a really great person. She's extremely talented. Her songs are very catchy. But I'm telling you, there is not, I do not believe it. I don't believe it. And I worked in pop music for 16 years. Here's why I think you're wrong to single her out. Because you are, what you're describing is the, the woman's equivalent of Pitbull. <laughs> oh, Pitbull's and got so fans. Pitbull is Pitbull's number one. Pit, he's got, he's got fans. fans, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, everywhere. Really? Yo, if you want to go Pit, Pitbull's concerts, I've been to one. They are uh, wild. Was Steve's the one got a great Walmart? point. You might be describing eight different pop stars. Are you describing the Black Eyed Peas? People, uh, people who's like the, the Black the Eyed number, Peas. Though. Who's the number one Will I Am fan out Red there? Red flag. You're right. Fair enough. Red flag. You know? Fair enough. Who is a big Will I Am fan? I don't know. It doesn't exist. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I could see Fergie on her own. London Bridge was kind Fergie, of like, a, yeah, Fergie, you know, yeah, Fergie, she was cool. Some, she was cool. Some, London Bridge. That's a horrible Fergalicious song. Fergalicious Death? Horrible song. Fergalicious Death? Oh. Fergalicious <laughs> Definition. She is barely above Lumi D in terms of talent. Like, she is... No, she's brutal. Oh! <laughs> nope, didn't hit that one. Nope, didn't hit that note either. How but much time keep going for the next four minutes. Who else? Who else? We got a minute 15. Who else fits into that? I'm not sure anyone actually listens to this, but the radio stations keep playing it category. Maroon 5 for me, although I do know oh, there are Maroon yeah. 5 fans. I don't know who you are or why. All Maroon 5 do is they go, here's a mediocre catch. Here's an up-and-coming black artist. Boom. <laughs> we got a hit music song. I like songs Go through their Jane. features. Go through their features. I like songs for Jane, but that was That was when you were ago. in high school. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And that guy, buys, that guy bought a $75 million house. He what? Yes. Adam Levine? Yes. No, okay, no band is that good. Well, seventy-five no million. Band is it's working for them. I'm just telling you. That's a little too much money. <laughs> How many artists have ever been good enough to be able to buy the Phoenix Suns? I, d I just don't think you should be able to do he that. Couldn't having he, been the lead man. He, he, he of still can't. Four billion. No, but if the whole band pooled their money. No, no still not. Four billion dollars. That's ah. a different. Oh, they couldn't even. Buy they went the for four point two. Cartoonish money. Cartoonish money. That's uh. 
You that went, you went a little far work. there, Steve. Yeah. Take it back a little. Yeah. All okay. I'm, I know it's hot take a palooza, but like chill. Who else? Who else? Yeah, chill on hot take a palooza, please. Damn, I wasn't expecting Adam to go non hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was time. That was out there. Didn't mix it up. I don't disagree with your take at all. I like. I don't think there's a like, hardcore Megan Trainer fan. There we go. I'm there's, leaving it, Jesse. You're up next, pal. You should be of the return video games after seven days. Like okay. a trial period. Like I, even if you even if you download, I don't want the fucking free trial. I don't because it's never the full game. Like EA has this thing where you get like EA Pass and you get the game for like three hours. You get a three hour time limit or something. I want seven days with the video game, and then if I don't like it, I want full money back. A lot of people would be able to complete it in that time though, and so the developers would be like, "What the fuck?" Don't care. There the so my thinking on this is that the amount of people who are gonna leave it on their console and be like, "Oh, I forgot it's been eight days and I can't return anymore." That's gonna equal out the people who are gonna be like i can finish it in seven days and do that you know the the money is gonna balance out but the video game industry is so unfair do you remember being a kid and you'd get a game and then as soon as you open the package you go back to eb games and you try and take it back and they're like we'll give you uh 76 cents in nhl 98 if you want to return this for yeah. your trade-in that's ridiculous we've come to the point where the game exists entirely as a digital entity on your console mm -hmm. if i can, if if you want to control whether i'm not uh, whether i'm allowed to play this or not they can't sony can tell you you can't access this online you can't play it blah 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 and if i want to return a game for all my money that is entirely possible right now and seven days i feel like is enough time for me to try it out let me let me play franchise mode for a little bit. Let me know if I actually like NBA 2K23, and then I can give back my seventy dollars. Eighty seventy bucks, eighty dollars. The one hundred and twenty dollar um, Michael Jordan edition, Wayne Gretzky edition that they release, where you just get a bunch of free digital shit. That's too much money. You're spending way too much money on these video games. That you gotta at least let me return it if I don't like it. Jesse, I own a pizza place. You come to my pizza place, you order a medium pizza, that's eight slices. If you come back with a box and you say, I didn't like this pizza, and I open the box and there's only one slice left, that means you ate seven slices. It means I liked it. No. You come you came into my store and yeah. you said you didn't like it. No, if if I ate seven slices, that means I liked it. If I see No, you came in and it, I'm trying to make an equivalency here. You ate seven slices and you told me you didn't like it. I'm kicking you in the chest. You know why? Because you're trying to rob me exactly. of my money. I think I he's not, right. I'm I think not there's trying a, to rob video game developers. There's here. an in-between. There's an in-between. There's got to the be. Money, the money is going to work out for these people. The, the in-between. Oh, I'm not defending video game companies, but you played the game for seven days. You're not getting all your money back. No. I want it the all back. The in-between. No, you're not getting it. I want a seven-day trial. What? The, the in between now what? Full is, game. is hours of gameplay. So not a seven day trial because maybe over those seven days you're married with a kid and you don't get a chance to log on, right? Sure. I think I think what you say is twelve hours. So they have they hours. have that. EA does it. I think it's a three hour limit. Not right enough now. time. But you also to get that yeah, three hours to is get not the enough. fucking trials right now. You need to subscribe to the EA Play thing, and it's yep. a monthly subscription like a Netflix. That's stupid. Mm. Let all games just let me try it out. I'll I'll concede that the hours thing it works. They're getting there, but I think just like let me try it out. Give me seven days. And you trial. want the full game? I want the I'm, full game too because there's a whole I'm there's a whole you. bunch of difference between that demo version and then the full game you yep. get. Video games are heading in a direction where you know what's going to be like an amazing Olympic sport, like what all our kids are are going to be amazing at, like Fortnite, ha handball, no <laughs> foot hockey. 
You mean and all the no, because these kids are gonna be like, you know what? All these companies are fucking ripping us off. Let's play outside. <laughs> Fair. Let's go play with sticks, and they're gonna revert or, back to or playing marbles and some, bogs and shit. Some some billionaire with goofy money from tech is gonna come up with a new console and he's like, actually, you own these games. Again. Oh, they're gonna come up with a good model where the customer like actually gets the benefit. People would jump on it. All I'm saying is the number one team in NHL for a number of months was called this game cost $125. <laughs> the people are rebelling. They are. They are pissed. I think it's, it's Are you disappointed? Is it NHL specifically you're talking about? Like No, I mean, no, no. Video games in general. I think there needs to be because so many right. people get so disappointed by games. Like once you hit that thing where it's like charge my card, PlayStation Network, eighty dollars for my credit card. And then you don't you start playing, you don't like it? Mm. Like, come on. There needs to the consumer and they need to have some leeway here where we're spending so much money on these damn games that like Give me a chance to return it if you fucking sucked at building it. I want to know what the most amount of money anyone has ever spent on Grand Theft Auto V is. That game came out in 2013. You can still play it online and you can still pay for shit Mm. in the game. There are probably people who have paid five digits to play Grand Theft Auto V, maybe even more. Steve, five minutes. Well... Uh, I didn't expect to, uh, I, I thought this was going to be more hockey and yeah. this is about hockey. Um, when you have an amazing career and at the end of it, you get, you got to wait a little bit and then, and then you can get in- inducted into this thing. Oh, oh God. What's it called? Hockey hall of good guys. Oh, the hockey <laughs> hall of good guys. No, I don't think that's it. Okay. It's the, the hockey hall of, uh, what, what is it? Uh, I'm the commissioner, so I will. The hockey hall of Gary Bettman likes you. It's the hockey hall of. Well, you're getting closer. <laughs> hockey media. Hockey people like hall me. of fame. What are some of the cri- uh, criteria to to get into the hockey hall of fame? Well, you probably need over a thousand points. You probably need over a thousand. Probably points. need to have a cup. Maybe that's what an accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Stanley Cup. Maybe, maybe. There's another Not accomplishment. Always. Not always, but that's a big accomplishment. Maybe, maybe a heart. Maybe a Norris. Maybe a Selkie. Big accomplishment. Huge accomplishment. Right. Bunch of goals. Maybe a captain. So let's change the name of that shit to the Hockey Hall of Accomplishments. Because that's all it is. If it is truly the Hockey Hall of Fame, it shouldn't even be a debate that Paul Henderson should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. This is is very often a debate. Come Hall of Fame time, people go, Paul Henderson should be in the Hall of Fame. And a bunch of nerds who weren't even alive at the peak of his career say Paul Henderson should absolutely not be in the Hockey Hall of Fame for scoring one of the most famous goals in hockey history. Are you serious? He scored the tournament winner in 1972 in the Canada-Russia series. Three games. Three winners. Three winners, but he scored the The winner. winner. Only (laughs) one of them is the winner. You're right. And that one is the winner. I don't care if that was the only goal he scored in his entire career. He scored one of the most significant goals. Why was he playing on the team? He's never played hockey before. Yeah, oh my God, who is that? And they made a movie about it because it was so unlikely. You know, Phil Esposito took a shot and it went off of his ass and in. And all of a sudden, this dude who won a contest out of the seats and they had oblong fitting equipment. Like, if it was the only goal he ever scored with a stick and skates, he would still belong in the Hockey Hall of Fame, because that's what the thing is. It's, it's not famous. the Hockey Hall of Accomplishment. Does P.K. Subban belong in the Hockey Hall of Fame? P.K. Subban 
hasn't done anything remotely close to what I Paul Henderson did with that goal in 1972. He's about as famous. Recently. He's about at, if we'll, we'll see in 30 years. If I it's mean, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Well, then, Phil Kessel. Well, okay, in, so this is well. it's been 50 years since that goal was scored. Will uh, PK be as famous as or well known, I guess, as Paul Henderson is mm-hmm. now? And what I'll say Should Kevin Bieksa be in the Hockey Hall of Fame? He's on TV all the time. Yeah, no. He should I, be in the Canucks Hall of Fame. Yeah, I believe For he sure is. he should. And there you go. Uwe Krupp should be in well, the, the Avalanche the Hall hockey, of Fame. Hockey Hall of Fame. He's on Hockey Night in Canada every week. No, the He's historical famous. significance of that one single goal should land Paul Henderson in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And I'll piggyback onto this. People always talk about her resume and her career. I, I, on top or f- uh, beside, uh, Manon Rayom should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame because of one exhibition game. Yes. <laughs> I am willing to say, I, I, again, if that was the only game she ever played, she should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame because of one exhibition game that didn't even count. It counted to a lot of people. It is the Hockey Hall of Fame. That significant game and Henderson's significant goal should get both of those people in the Hockey Hall of Fame, regardless of their other accomplishments. Now, Paul Henderson, you have to remember, played at a time when there was 12 teams. Most of the players were Canadian. Okay. And it was Team Canada. Mm-hmm. So to get onto the roster of mm-hmm. Team Canada was extremely difficult. So yeah. people are like, they look at his stats and they go, oh, <laughs> what's this? Bullshit. <laughs> Paul Henderson, for his time, was also a very good player. You know what's amazing about his career? People forget how good Paul Henderson was compared. But most of the NHL was Canadian. He kind of caught lightning in a bottle. If you look at most of his career, it was relatively ordinary. Mm-hmm. And the peak of his career, where it crested, was right at 1972, right in time to be named to that team. There were, a, a, you you hold that series in 68, 69, 70, 71. I don't know. 72, bing, 15 bang, seconds bong, left. And he scored the goal. He should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. It shouldn't even be a debate. And piggybacking on top of that, man on Rayom shouldn't even be a debate. Hockey Hall of Fame. NHLers go to the Olympics next time. Somehow, Zach Hyman's on the team. Zach Hyman scores the game-winning goal in triple overtime in the Olympics. Is he in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Even if he does that, that goal wouldn't have the same significance as the one scored in 1972. But maybe it does. We don't know because I'm not there. Like, imagine Sidney Crosby had the career that Paul Henderson did. Mm -hmm. And scored the golden goal. And scored the golden goal in 2010. I don't think it'd be a debate. Eh. Okay. (laughs) Let's move on. Adam, you're up. As with all my hot takes today. I am 100% certain that eggplant is the most disappointing vegetable. Oh! I like eggplant. You like eggplant how? Uh, like grilled. Mm. And you yeah. like eggplant how? I can guarantee I know what it is. With, uh, like, what, do you have anything on it? Uh, yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of different ways that you eggplant, like in sauces and stuff, mm-hmm. like it's mixed in, like, rice and soy sauce, or mm-hmm. if it's in a pasta, mm-hmm. like some Italians, like, like, there's a lot of different ways. Eggplant, to eggplant. parm, even. Eggplant parm, yes, pasta. Here's the whole thing about eggplant, guys. Eggplant is the most disappointing vegetable because you don't eat eggplant. You eat eggplant with other things that mask what eggplant actually tastes like. If you've actually eaten an eggplant... Just a, a raw eggplant. It Why tastes like shit. Why would you do that? Because it's disappointing. It's the most disappointing vegetable. Yeah. Most vegetables you can just eat. 
You can, you can eat raw celery. You can eat raw carrots. You can eat raw broccoli. You can't eat raw eggplant. No one's sitting there going, you know what? Tonight with my uh, meal, I'm going to do a little raw eggplant and I'm going to have a steak and I'm going to have uh, a starch there too. It's going to be delicious. Raw I, eggplant. I don't know if that's up. how most people eat vegetables. Most people, you can, here's the thing. Most vegetables, you can eat raw. Eggplant, you cannot. Eggplant is overrated and bullshit and honestly is mostly just filler in anything that it's in. It's never the star. This is never the star. Not hot enough. Yeah. What? Not hot enough. Yeah. There are maybe five edible vegetables. There's my hot take. Wow. There are maybe five. (laughs) Every single vegetable you're thinking about right now that you like. You love that vegetable? Yeah? Do you love do you love that vegetable or balsamic vinegar? Do you love that vegetable or all the seasoning and bullshit you got to put on it? That you you named what, what did you say? Celery? Who? What psychopath has celery and says mmm? Mm. It, it you tastes have like celery shit. with something. You dip it in something. All those veggie trays you buy for all those parties, you got to dip something. It comes with a dip in the middle. Fruit? You eat that shit and it's good naked. You're right. It's good naked on its own, the way God intended you to have it. God intended rabbits to have. Actually, no, it didn't. Rabbits shit themselves violently when, when they have carrots. Carrots can be sweet. Carrots are okay. But the vast majority of vegetables are flavorless, yeah. decorative water that stink unless you put something on but it. You have also, to eat them. your thing about carrots is right because baby carrots, like the ones you would actually they're like. sweet and lovely. Those are so genetically modified. And they're, they're so ba- terrible. They're barely you. carrots. Because vegetables yeah. naturally are garbage. Now, hold on a sec. Did I, did I say that vegetables are a success story that we need to talk more you said, about? You singled out one and I think I that's said, wrong. I said, yes, because one has to be the worst and eggplant is it. Listen, I don't disagree with you. I think vegetables are kind of disappointing on the whole. I do like myself some broccoli and cauliflower. I'm not going to lie. But I'll tell you something. Mm. The most disappointing of all. Eggplant. Is eggplant. Prove me wrong. Where is it ever, ever something that's not just filler, mushy shit? Because that's what it is. You cook that, you grill that, it's mushy shit. Also, Italians, (laughs) during some of my darker days, I looked up foods that help cause anxiety. Mm Mm-hmm. And it explains a lot about us. Eggplant parm, by the way. Nice anybody? I, I'm going to put two sandwiches in front of you. Mm. I'm going to put, I got an eggplant parm mm-hmm. and I got a chicken parm. I Chicken parm every time. Fucking right. <laughs> Why? Because eggplant sucks. And I need Who people I to stop to pretending. We have to stop pretending. The only thing that's good about the eggplant is the emoji. Okay? Yes. And oh. the use of the emoji. If it Manscaped. was not for the eggplant. Absolutely. Manscaped. That's what I'm saying. Eggplant emoji. Find me a more disappointing vegetable. You can't. Find me one. Oh, boy. See, even, man, you're right. All the vegetables we like are genetically modified. Brussels sprouts, they had to genetically modify out the bitter taste. That's right. That's right. And to make it good, you got to put, what do you got to put in it? Sauce and butter and a bunch of bullshit. Cabbages, too, I think they've changed. Well, because Brussels sprouts are like a derivative of cabbage. Lettuce. Who has ever. No one's eating dry lettuce. Been like, this is great. Like, no, you're right. What's that comic? Um, where it's like, hey, would you like the soup or the salad? And the guy goes, I desire leaves because they are aliens, right? I desire leaves. And then he looks at himself in the mirror. He's like, who are you? No one desires leaves. Vegetables stink. You like the things that you put on vegetables. God damn it, Adam, I'm with you. <laughs> I like uh, like cherry tomatoes. Uh, okay. 
Like those are good. <laughs> yeah, those oh, are good. No, I'll eat tomato. I love sure. tomatoes. Let's let's all. But stop. that's fruit. It's a fruit. Tomatoes are fruit. So it's a fruit. They have a seed. You what? know how I know that because they're good. Yeah. Tomatoes are fruit. Tomatoes are yes. Fruit. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. And right? don't give me your potatoes and all that shit. Those are legumes. Those are different. Thank you very much. Potatoes are legumes. Uh, I believe or I'm back up starch? on the clock. Starch, but there's like a legume and there's like anyway whatever. Isn't that nuts? There's some sort of classification. All right, go ahead, Jesse. Go 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 go. We should, as a society let people not enjoy things we have to let people miss out on things and not consume them like eggplant there are too many things now and everybody says oh have you seen this and you say no i haven't and they're like what you haven't seen this and it applies to most things for something like steve not watching game of thrones thank you it's a little different because you're asking Steve, like, hey, do you see Game of Thrones in the middle of 2012? And it's like, everybody's talking about it. It's like, oh, you're missing out on this big societal event. And it's quite a, kind of relevant because but you do pop culture and hockey. Exactly. Yeah, but there's too many things. But now that it's passed and you haven't seen it, that is fine. Yeah, it's fine people, now. People need to let you go. I missed it. I've never seen any Star Wars. I didn't watch it as a kid because I didn't grow up in a family that watched a lot of sci-fi stuff. Like, that wasn't something I consumed. I watched I watched other movies like I've seen a whole bunch of movies just that wasn't one of them I consumed when Star Wars was big never a big fan of it let it go let let me live my fucking life (laughs) Steve have you listened to the new Taylor Swift album nope that's fine that is fine (laughs) nobody should be mad at you oh my god you haven't heard the new album you haven't seen Avatar? Oh (laughs) how are you alive you haven't seen Avatar I haven't heard any Kanye West music for like a decade. Good. Because, well, (laughs) first of all, good because he's lost his mind. But also, he started putting all this shit on his own streaming service that I'm for sure not buying or paying for. Mm -hmm. So, oh, you haven't heard that? Of course I fucking haven't. You you didn't see Breaking Bad? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's gone now. That moment has passed. When you're living in that moment, I'll give it to you. Give people shit because everybody's collectively doing it at once. Like White Lotus was on a couple weeks ago. If you weren't watching White Lotus, like where were you at? But now that now like in a year, if I'm like, oh, you haven't seen White Lotus yet? No, it missed you. Passed I, you by. I That's okay. A, I have a question. Yeah. What if they do see it and still don't enjoy it? Then That's their opinion on the media, on the me- piece of media. Okay. That's okay. That's all right. Okay. Let people enjoy things. That let, people, likes. let people n- miss things if they want to miss it, if it happened to miss them. Underrated in this conversation, and it didn't used to be this way. It didn't used to be this way. We remember a time where TV shows were 22 minutes. Yes. They're not anymore. It's, it's a movie. They're all 40... Five, see, 50, 60 minute movies. No, no. You're, They're movies. You're, you're watching different television. I've, I've gone back and I've watched all of the Sopranos. Sopranos were an hour. You're, yeah. you're watching now. What you're watching is prestige television. See, you, as a kid, when it was 22 minutes, you're watching fucking cartoons. You're watching McDo- McDonald's. Television. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're also what forgetting the here. No, the Sopranos was historically significant because it was like the first big show on HBO. Yeah. Like that. Oh, that, it's, it's, it's different. The, no, The Wire was fucking 15 minutes long. I haven't seen the wire. Any L word and six no, feet under were, and all the other. There ones. were twenty two minute shows. The There's always been twenty two minute shows and hour long shows. Steve, get out of here. No, but I'm no. The Sopranos was one of the first. It was one of the first. Yeah, because but now but it's but, the thing. No, but most of because most of these shows now you're watching they don't run on television. 
They don't. They don't have to pause for commercials. They're not forty-eight minutes. Game they're on stream. They're on streaming network. That's on HBO. Oh yeah, you're right. Commercials never ran on ran on conventional. You're talking about something completely different. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Come on, HBO so, is the first subscription. Sort what, of. what 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 made me so upset about this is the people who got so mad at me for not playing Halo as a kid. I didn't own an Xbox. I don't like shooters. It's not. I didn't play shooter. I played sports games all my life. I played Madden for hours on end growing up. I didn't play shooters. And people so mad. Oh, you don't know Master Chief? Yeah, I didn't play the fucking game. They were the people very offended. I'm not by going back, and I'm not going back and playing. See, I'm not I, buying an Xbox. I don't. I don't want a fucking Sony console. I had you an missed Xbox. It though. You I know missed what? it. You did. It's miss okay. It. I missed it. It's a little weird that you didn't play it when it was at its peak. But at least now it's, it's 2022 else. and you've missed it. Yeah, I missed it. That's okay. That's okay. Can that be okay? I was wondering where this was coming from. That's that's what made me upset. Yeah, I got People upset I didn't know Master Chief. Well, I see. Here's the thing. I didn't own an Xbox when it was the in thing. Mm -hmm. I did own one once and then I got the red ring of death and I said never again with this console because it, it lasted me seven or eight months. Um, but the the thing was, is that whenever I went over to somebody else's house, they had it. So I was sort of forced to play if I was going to do what my friends were doing. So that's how I played Halo. That's so I'm surprised that you didn't at least know that. Yeah, I, I don't. I just I never grew up playing shooters. So it's like, like Guitar Hero. That's kind of it. There was Guitar like, Hero. Like I, <clears throat> yeah, for a long time, I never owned like a rock band or everything. But, but you're you at somebody's friends. house and yeah. they're like, you got to play because everybody's playing. Yeah. All right. So, All there right. it is. Anyways, that's, that Steven? made me really upset. Steve, go ahead. <laughs> Listen, we're always trying to find new ways to keep people safe. We're trying to find new ways to save lives. We're trying to find <laughs> new ways to, this is my first non-hockey one. Going? Where is he going? We're trying to find ways <laughs> to, save to keep people things. safe, to <laughs> save lives, and because of capitalism, we gotta generate revenue somehow. Right. We gotta generate- More defibrillators. Mm. <laughs> gotta no, save lives. I don't care how you did, the last time you had to get it. Every five years, you have to take an on-road <laughs> test for your license. And you got to pay for it because tough shit. You got to pay for it. I don't care. Now, Steve, what? there's not nearly enough places. Make more places. Hire more people to work at those places. Generate jobs. Hire people to manage them. It should be way harder to drive. Are you serious? And if you disagree, if you're like Steve and you're all up in arms, it's you who is the reason for this. It's you who I and everyone else interested in being safe and living a peaceful life is trying to keep off of the damn road. Every five years, because sometimes you can do the test and forget. You go back to your asshole tendencies. And even if you find a way to be an asshole in years two to four, you're going to be watching your ass in that final year. You're going to be like, I got that test coming up and I got to pay for it. And then you're, you're going to be nicer. And then you pass your test. Hooray for you. And then you're, you're going to keep up with the stuff you learn. I'm keeping you safer for longer on the road. How many people have you seen where they're like, I, it's the, I think you should leave skit where, where they're like, I, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, and they hold the wheel and they have no idea what they're doing. 
Every five years, you got to reapply. You got to take the written test. And if you pass that, and you better fucking hope you did because you've been on the road the last five years, then you get the on-road test. And you better pass that too because you've been on the road for the last five years. And if you fail it, tough shit. Take it again. Pay to take it again. Get off the fucking road. Um, I have a, I have a counterpoint to that, which yeah. begins with suck my ass. Why? Suck my ass. Adam's not doing it. I would no. 100% not keep Adam off the road. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I drive truck. a gigantic big F-150 <laughs> motherfucker. Based on that alone, get off the road. And, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Anytime, and you're not going to like this, guys. Anytime, especially our local government, gets involved <laughs> in our lives, it goes poorly. Oh. And boy, did we see that throughout the pandemic. And by the way, have a good old-fashioned look at the party in charge. If you think I'm a conservative person, oh, by, by what I'm saying here, you're probably going to be a little bit confused. And that's because any time any government gets involved, I don't care what political stripe, gets too involved in the lives of its citizens, it creates nothing but fucking problems we can't manage the shit we already have we can't pay teachers enough we can't pay nurses enough you want to get i'm generating revenue for those things you, you want to find no you're not yes i am no you're, you're generating enough years. revenue you would take the test no, and fail it five you're, times you're generating revenue pay, like for a teacher for a day for more driving supporters not do you think that that's going to raise money that's I, not going to raise money. I don't care if it raises money as long as well, it keeps you just safe drivers off the road. Oh my gosh, Steve. Every Get five off the road. Years. No, fuck it. He wants this every five years. No, every like, five years. Yeah, I bet, I bet you do, Joseph Stalin. I bet wow. you do. I bet you fucking do. <laughs> wow. Now, you know what I don't need? Another fucking requirement. I'm not a child. This is a country. And I prove am allowed. It. Prove it. I am allowed. Prove it on no, the road. I don't have to prove it. Prove it on the road. I'll prove yes, it with my driving record. Yes, you do have to prove it to get a license. I prove it on my driving record. Well, so, so Adam, let's keep so the let's government out of life, everybody. You don't need let's a license. Let's penalize everybody for 2% of people. You did 2% of people? Are what fucking oh, city I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No you are the no arbiter of what makes a good driver and what doesn't. Yes, the fuck I am. Fucking mine. I'm an amazing driver. You are not. Well, tell you what. You are a very good. Let's Okay, highway driver. You're a good you're a very safe driver. You're a safe driver. An expert. Yeah. No, I'm a grandmother. No, no, no. To this I guy. Think if more people drove like Steve, it'd be a safer road. It'd be much safer, yeah. and we'd get everywhere quicker because there'd be fewer. No, we wouldn't. We'd all be waiting the fucking driving test line to get our no. fucking driver's test done. No, I'm listen, Adam. No way. Are you adding another? Should you need a license? Yes or no. Thing no. Should you need a license? No, thank yes or no. Yeah, over. Should you need a license? Yes or no. Yes. Communist. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was fun. That's a bullshit idea, though. You give the wrong people the wrong impressions, man. I don't like that. No, All right, hey, listen, I'm fully on board with the government. Will fuck it up. The government's gonna make it worse. The man. government fucked up weed. I know. How aren't you making money off drugs? Yeah. Anyway, okay, let's continue. Um, Steve, I don't disagree that people should have to re-up their driver's license. Every you, five wait, you years. don't agree? Or you, I, I don't disagree. Oh, you don't disagree? Yeah. Okay. Five years is a little excessive. Maybe every fifteen. You know what? Something. That's yeah. what I have to say to both of you. No, Adam, <laughs> sorry that you have to drive safely. Yeah. Uh, can't fucking roll I like how your truck. number one, your first defense was, I drive a big fuck off truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're really winning over hearts and minds. I don't. Yeah. My last one. Oh, no. Last. Hold on. I haven't gone yet. Oh, shit. Yeah. That was Steve. Let go me ahead. go. All right. Guys, as I told you, all of mine start with I'm you 100% certain. You shouldn't need a license. <laughs> no, that's not you what I'm saying. You should be able to speed in every street. No, that's not what I'm saying. I actually don't like when people speed, especially on the streets, especially with a young kid. 
But mm. let's move on. Sure. I am 100% certain that the way that you tape your stick has zero impact on how you play hockey. So your Fuck. cool way of taping oh, your stick boo. is bullshit and a waste of time. And all that shit that you saw, and I'm sorry, Jason Spezza, I'm oh. calling you out on this, about how he tapes his stick before the game, that's all psychological, making you feel good about how you play. It's a gazebo. But it's a it's literally less than a millimeter thick. Fuck off. Stop. I see all these chirps online talking about how guys tape their sticks. Fuck off. The reason that you're at home chirping guys is because you couldn't fucking play. It had nothing to do with the way you fucking taped. Okay. Fuck off. I've always hated that shit. You could, you could tape it any color, any way that you want. It's not going to change the trajectory of the puck. You know what it is? Your hand eye coordination. Fuck off. But Adam, this the stick is $400. Think of how much better it would be if I put exactly three cents worth of, worth of tape on it. I know, right? No, well, this is I one of the, so this is why when I, I thought it was like funny when you and, um, uh, oh God, he's St. Louis Blues assistant coach. Oh, Mark Savard. <coughs> had conversations about this and how he was really into taping his stick. Mm -hmm. And like, I found it super endearing when, when Spezza was talking about it. But I, I feel like I'm the only one like who's like you know this doesn't matter right nah, the, none matters. of this shit fucking matters it fucking matters you How know does who, this matter? you know who taught me it matters who? eric fucking lindros i used to tape my stick with a giant knob at the top and eric lindros at the eric lindros celebrity classic presented by easter seals yes took my stick and said you know what your stick's a little heavier than it should be because you have this giant knob at the top you should unwrap this knob just Tape it real straight, real light. It'll be so much easier for somebody who's not very good at hockey to carry a lighter stick. Fair enough. And you know what I've never done? Ever had a giant knob at the top of my stick ever And, and you're so much better. He is. I am. So much better. I am. It can't my be the stick. fact that you guys are going to hockey practice school every fucking no. Friday now. No. No, my it couldn't stick, be that. My stick is. And you know what? And, and Eric Lindros, who put exactly <laughs> this, this much tape on his stick. Yeah, no, he wouldn't have been good without it. it, it for for an amateur like me, a little bit of a lightweight, a little bit of a lighter stick definitely helps me fling it around. Okay. All right. Eric Lindros taught me that taping your stick matters, no, Adam. It doesn't, doesn't I don't, shit. These professionals are so yeah. careful with how they do their sticks. Have you ever seen them sand them with a sander? Yes. They're sanding a carbon shafted stick. Yeah. Spetsa even says there's yeah. really no reason for this. No, they do it because it matters. <laughs> the professionals know every minute detail of their equipment. Right. There's a reason they're professionals. They see the game so much uh, at a, such a higher level than us laymen. You know, so yeah, us laymen like Artemi Panarin and David Posternak. Exactly. And uh, Ryan O'Reilly and if, uh, who barely tape it at all. If a player cares about the tape of their stick, that means it's affecting their game. There's a reason for but it. But it has no physical effect. It's a mental what effect. It's a mental effect. Mental and physical and are the same thing. No, they're not the same. They're the exact same thing. It doesn't make you better. It Stop does. it. If, it doesn't make you better. It's stick, never made you if better. If I've been taping my stick front to back, and I got a little toe curve on the end, and if I've been doing that the same way since junior, and I got to the NHL, and then I stopped doing it, because I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. Adam Wilds, it doesn't matter. Well, then you'll fall out of the NHL. You'll lose your contract. You're done. I won't be as good. You're right. That you know mental aspect is a part of the physical aspect. It's all one and the same. It's all your game. I remember growing up, too, they 
used to they'd be like tape the stick and then you put wax on it too. Right? Yeah. What the fuck does that do? I have no idea. Yeah, you got you got your you mom you're, smoother? you're cracking all your mom's fucking bed bath and beyond candles. Like, <laughs> I'm seeing these fucking kids with pink fucking candles going, Yeah, this will make me better. House League All Star. Fuck off. Really? Yes, absolutely. Hey, you know, you the best fresh the fr- freshest selling fucking sense on the team. It was crazy. How about this? Henry Lundquist, one of the best goalies of all time. Mm. Uh, giant fucking thing at the top of the stick. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm sure that helped him. Mark, Mark Stone. Uh, one I'm of talking the best more about the blades in the, the top. Game. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Both those sticks should be illegal. Both Whoa. of them should be illegal every time they take to the well, ice so with Henrik what and Mark what? Henrik Lundqvist and Mark Stone. Hey, why? Because what the fuck? <laughs> That's a ridiculous <laughs> advantage. Your, your goalie stick is supposed to slide out of your hand if you use it like a goddamn pool cue like Henrik Lundqvist did, but the reason it didn't slide out of his hand is because he had a big off fucking fuck off Got uh, a handle at the tape. end. Yeah. yeah we'll stop that's her. Not, what? Yeah. That's illegal. Okay, can I make that out of titanium? Can I have a titanium <laughs> metal plate at the top of my right. stick? Why not just build no, it into okay, the stick? Okay, can it be plastic? <laughs> no, no, no. So why the fuck are you allowed to have an entire roll of tape at the top? It's, what if what if I had a big metal knob at the top of my stick like Mark Stone does? You tell me to fuck off. Exactly. So you fuck off. You're not allowed to play with that stick. It should be illegal. There you go. Your set is over. Jesse. Take a palooza. Hey, think you know which way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction. Whatever your sport. Sports Interaction has you covered pregame. Live betting on all major sports. And, of course, prop bets. Who doesn't love those? Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Uh, my final performance today will be about something that a lot of people got very upset at me o- over. I said it uh, about a month ago now. <sighs> steak's overrated. There's no steak? reason. There's no reason that steak should be the delicacy that it should be. We build. Ooh. We build so much around. Oh, steak's so fancy. Steak is this. Steak is that. You guys, it's like it's two degrees away from a burger. What are we doing here? Why is a steak $80 and yet this great burger that tastes just as good is like 15 bucks? If you get a really good smash burger or something in downtown Toronto, just as good. Steak, there's no reason for the hype around it. We're cooking burgers the same way on the grill. It's the same meat. It's the same animal. Do you want to help him or should I? You There's start. an element of truth. Okay. A burger, you enjoy eating a burger just as much you, as you enjoy eating a steak. And there's nothing wrong with it, but they're two different things. Why is one eighty dollars? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Oh god, you're telling me, you're telling me that worth is one is a different cut of beef. One was raised differently. Oh, Guys, all... maybe we should stop <laughs> spending so much money raising this beef. Oh, well, there's well, probably an argument to be made. Well, now we're getting into the. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you so want to make it serious. Maybe I'm right. And environmentally re- responsible. Know, maybe I'm right. Maybe just burgers taste just as good as steaks because they're just enjoyable. <clears throat> I have never had a chicken, turkey, or pig that tasted anything like the ribeye I had at Shaw's. I do. Hmm. There are many nights when I would much rather have. A McDouble than a steak. Because that McDouble is just as good. It's beef. It is tasty. And one is two ninety nine, oh, and one man. is 299 I don't know if this is hot enough. 
Because it's just true. No, no, I think people are so passionate about this. I got a problem with this. I got and like, yeah, I think this this isn't hot. Problem with this. This isn't hot. I got a problem with this. It's just a take. It's 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 the fact. I think the fact is, man, and I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be mean here, but I don't know if you've had the great steak that would separate it from the shitty steaks that you've obviously had. Like where when you go to a restaurant for a steak, where have you gone? Oh, uh, I've gone to like the keg and stuff. Okay, like, keg's got good keg, steaks. Keg's got really good. Have steaks. you gone to like uh, like an ins- like a crazy steakhouse where it's ex- it's outrageously expensive? What's the one on on Lakeshore? Uh, Harbor sixty. Yeah, is that Harbor sixty. Have you had a steak at Harbor sixty? I've never had a steak there. Well, you need to have hmm. a steak. So, so this is this is like a Ruth's Chris, no, a Harbor sixty, uh, uh, Barbarians, or whatever. Highs, highs. Yeah. Jake, Ruth's Chris. I had Louis Louis. Ruth's Ruthie Ruthie Ruth's Daddy. Chris? Yeah, yeah. I've had that. Um, you know what? I volunteer to mm-hmm. take you to a bunch of steakhouses and eat steak until no. you enjoy it. No, you give me a really, really good burger. The best burger you've ever had. Like a Kobe beef. Is, yes, is as good as the best steak you've ever had. A see, fucking burger? See, with a, if you had like a brioche bun, with you would throw ketchup hold on up, it. Hold on, that's you your problem though. A Come burger on. cannot stand on its own versus a steak. No, but the burger is the burger plain. Have the burger plain. No, no, no. The, you're talking about piece of meat here. No, apples to apples. No, no, that's not your. A burger patty no. does not stand up no, no, to no, a no, filet no, no. mignon. That's not what I'm talking about. Perfectly done with the crispy outside and the butter on the other. That's not what I'm. Red wine. That's not what oh. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the whole burger experience. The fucking thing you get as a sandwich. Having it run down for, your arm. If it's a $25 burger, that is going to be better than your most expensive steak. That fucking... If you throw an egg on your burger, you know it's better quality. Oh my God. Better quality per capita. And first, that's the biggest stunt in all of stunt food. I hate eggs on burgers. I like eggs on burgers. It's, it's, can it's I, can I throw this at you, Steve? Yeah. You know there's going to be so many people in the comment section deleting, or not deleting, um, that are, are agreeing with him. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a ton of people who the are like... The best high-end burger is so much better than your best high-end steak. Oh. I think... The full package of a burger. Better per capita. Like, yeah. per, per dollar. Well, I don't think that you're eating steak on a dollar value. That doesn't determine no, taste. No, but it costs so much. Yeah, but it costs a lot. Yeah, right. You're, but you're because all, it's because it's that's rare, all it's in. hard to do. That's all in, though. Cooking it properly, finding the right beef, sourcing it all out. This is what we need to take. I you would out. rather no. I would rather pay less and get a burger that's I'll just pay as for good. It. I'm taking you, you out for an expensive. No. Steak. Well, what about me? I'm also not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I know Man. you're on my team. Come on. No, I'm also in, not convinced. The all-in package of a burger is so much more worth it than a steak. Oh, Man. it's ridiculous, Adam. You can't say the money doesn't matter because. That's what a part of the steak is that is expensive and rare and all that. The burger's just as good. Steve, mm-hmm. you're up. <sighs> I guess that you're you know, I, we talked about this one of the first episodes we ever did mm. of the podcast. Adam brings it up very often. What did I say? Do, do you remember? I said something is going to be gone in our Fighting. lifetime. Fighting. Fighting. Fighting and hockey. Fighting and hockey. Adam, how long do you think it'll take for fighting to be out of hockey? Be out fully? Yeah. I think it's going to take a, a whopping lawsuit, uh, like one bigger than the one they settled. But what amount of time? Five to seven years. Five to seven oh, years. To Jesse, what do, you, what do you think? Um, like 20 to 40. Wow. Okay, 20 to 40. Yeah. I think concussion research needs to really hit people, too. Yeah. I, I, I don't have, think we're there, like, well, even close. I have bad news for the both of you. 
Fighting's already out of hockey. It came and went and we didn't even notice. There is a fight in hockey almost as rarely as there is a bench clearing brawl in baseball, as there is a pushing and shoving match in basketball. Uh, soccer is a bit of its own animal. Yeah. Fighting is not in hockey and it hasn't been for a number of years now. It came and went. I didn't even notice it, but I had the realization that it's gone. It's gone. A true hockey fight is so rare. We saw one this week. I can't even remember the two combatants, but the star players are not doing it. And when they do, it's a tussle. They punch in the padding because they're too afraid to take someone out and they wrestle to the ground and they're done. There are certain nights where there are no fights in the NHL. There are certain nights, most nights. Yeah. Most nights, there's no... And if there is a fighting major, was it really a fight? Go to hockeyfights.com. The numbers don't back you up. The numbers don't back me up? Yeah, because it's going by fighting majors. Yeah. Fighting majors are less than five punches exchanged total these days. Fighting came, fighting went, and it ain't coming back. According to hockeyfights.com, team fighting majors, Philadelphia Flyers lead the way with 20, Canucks have 19, Preds have 16, Ottawa Senators 15, Wild 14, Ducks 12, Islanders 12, Lightning 12, Coyotes 11, Bruins 11. That doesn't sound like fighting is out of hockey. It's pretty close. It's as out as it's ever been. The top two teams combined for 39 fighting marriages. How many teams have fewer than five? Uh, Fewer than five. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven teams with fewer than five. During the lifetime of this podcast, even, there were dudes who fought 30 times a year. Who's number one? The Flyers? Flyers, yeah. I think Nick Delorier currently leads the league in fights. Because it's all he does. And all these dudes just fight each other. He's got eight. The vast majority of hockey players uh, starting their career, uh, let's say five years ago to today, will have fewer than three fights in their entire NHL career. That used to, that never used to be a thing. Arbor Jackeye has five. Arbor Jackeye is the unicorn. He's the unicorn. <laughs> you got He's excuse, one guy. You got, you got an excuse for everything, don't you? Just oh. one guy. Tanner Janot almost won the Calder Trophy last year. Five. With, Serge Ibaka is the equivalent of that in the NBA. Because that guy was always willing to throw five fights in his his second year in his league. It felt like it. (laughs) Sometimes it started to feel like it, and I loved him for it. I'm not. This is not an argument for it. It's not an argument against it. It's an argument that it's come and gone. Its role in the sport is gone, and when it does happen, it's out of anger, just like it is in every other sport. Maybe. It's not gone, but it is not unique to hockey anymore. Hockey or uh, fighting is as normal to hockey as it is to baseball and to basketball these days. Gone are the days of the enforcers like George <sighs> LaRock and other dudes roughly his size going toe to toe off the face off based on a conversation mm-hmm. that they casually had at the face. They, they wink and they're like, okay, let's give these fans something to talk about. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Fights are only born from anger. There's none of this. All right, let's change the momentum, boys. All right, I'm going to send a message. All right, let's try to. It's all gone. It's all gone. It, it went out with a with a whimper, not with a roar. It's gone. I told 
wholeheartedly disagree. I think I think you're 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 playing with two aspects, right? Because the types of fights that we used to see with guys swinging wildly at each other's heads, like it used to be like the thing was get get your helmets off, right? Mm-hmm. Now you can't take them off. No, you can't take them off. I think the type of fighting that Steve is talking about is out of the game. But to say fighting's out Ooh. of the game is a bridge too far. No. Mm-hmm. Call me when a guy gets suspended for fighting. That's what go. happens in the other sports. If you said it's at the other sports, if you fight in the NBA, that's a five-game suspension. That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> Adam, you're up. Uh, there are certain things that you can do in life which may have me consider you to be a person that can kill without remorse. <laughs> There are certain things certain people do. And, and what's interesting is they don't even have to be big things, right? And I am 100% certain that you are capable of killing without remorse if you're a person who during the winter regularly does not shovel your driveway, your walk, and your sidewalk unless you are not able to do so. Right. So right. as an able-bodied person, if you do not do this... You know, there's always that fucking jackass house down the way. Everybody gets out, they shovel, they do their snow blowing, however they do it. But you know, there's always that one house with those three or four sidewalk slots, right? Those pavement stones that are just, it's just like a pathway. How about Andrew Berkshire's neighbor who they share a stairway and they shovel their half of the stairway? That's what my neighbor does. <gasps> what? Dick. Now, dick hole. that's a dick move because I always shovel their half. But I don't think you're killing without remorse. Hmm. I think you're killing without remorse or you're capable of it if you can go an entire Canadian winter and not shovel your, the, your the, walk. The springtime will shovel it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Especially in Toronto and the greater Toronto area where it'll be slushy and then freeze like rock yes. for two, three months at a time. Exactly. And the thing like, so in Calgary, you actually could get away with it because uh, Calgary, it snows and then it's gone the next week because there's been a Chinook. Hmm. Right. So like I can understand that there's we some climate differences. We don't have that. It just here. becomes part of the landscape. Right. It's, there's this rocky piece of sidewalk. People just drive over it all the time. Yes. It's a little lower. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're that person, I have suspicions about you. <laughs> and I always will. There are th- that that to me, like think about the type of of mm-hmm. where you got to be if you're able-bodied and clear-headed to be to be that kind of I don't even know if I want to call it lazy. Is it ignorant? Is it obnoxious? I think is it's it okay it? to knock on their door and be like, can I check your freezer? I, right? <laughs> and if they say no, call the cops. Because I don't, I don't think I've seen a I don't give a fuck about you that hits harder than that. Like, uh, th- maybe the only thing worse is somebody cutting you off in the middle of a snowstorm because they need to get home three seconds faster than you. Mm-hmm. I, I, that that is person a, needs to get their driver's license renewed every five Yeah, years. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an I don't give a fuck what happens to you in front of my house. And when you walk up to my house, I don't give a fuck. Fuck off with your shit. I don't care if you fall. I don't care if you get hurt. That's the kind of ignorant, obnoxious bullshit that I hate. I can't stand that. That, I think, goes back to an ancient instinct of uh, like, that person is not good for the tribe. Right. That person is, we're all trying to live and survive together. We all got to pull our weight in the ways that we can. And it's not part of the rules that you have to. It's not part of the rules. It's implied. 
And I'm just I'm just picturing this speed bump in the middle of the fucking road. Now I'm mad. Right. Now I'm mad, Adam. Right? Because no, your instinct isn't this is a bad person. This person is bad for the people. Aha. Kills without that, remorse. Yes. Kill and, without remorse. And and here's the thing. So, like, you know, Steve's got a big dog. I had a big dog growing up. And I remember thinking this the first time. My dog Max was a hundred pounds. Okay. Big boy. That's a big dog. And he was, yeah, a, he was, yeah. he supposed he was the rent of the litter. We're like, oh, we're getting a, like a 50 pound dog, really small. No. And so he was uh, Dalmatian, Rottweiler, and Beagle. So oh. all three asshole breeds in one. And he was a lovely guy. He was amazing. And the thing with Max was he was going to chase. He was going to sniff and he was going to chase. And I can remember that one neighbor on Tilly Drive, where I grew up in Scarborough, oh. walking up Tilly Drive to Adams Park so I could go off leash with Max. There was a park near Adams' house That's named right. Adams Park. And it was was it named s- after you? No, but yeah. it, was great, it was one of the founding families of the area. Uh, Your family? The, no, definitely not. Uh, that's my yes. first name, not my He's last. Lying. Um, but, um, but in a great tobogganing spot, and and uh, Max loved it, and whatever he could chase squirrels to his heart's content. But I remember it had snowed, and then it had rained, and then it had frozen up, and then it had snowed again. So then you don't know where you're kind of standing, right? And I remember walking and walking and walking. Here's a squirrel. Max is off, and I am less than a hundred pounds at this point. Walking this dog. And so uh-huh. I am off too, right? I was off my two feet faster than you can imagine. Oh. And he dragged me down the street several houses. But I remember when the ice ended, just like my time, <coughs> wrap it up, because the snow started to slow down because I didn't slide anymore. I was just, you know, rubbing along on the pavement. So I'm oh. telling you, if you're one of those people, knock that shit off. I'm going to throw this into the equation. Brake checkers. If you are a brake checker. Oh. You should be. You should watch Formula One. People do that all the time. Hit that exit. That's competitive race car driving. Which, by the way, you're not doing on the goddamn 401. This has been Hot Take a Palooza. I liked it. We'll be back in 2023 with another Hot Take a Palooza. That's our entire show. Is it not? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. All right. To the steakhouse. Steve. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. Connection complete.